Eyes of Guardians, and welcome to the newest and youngest Destiny podcast on the net. I am your host, Philip Carmel, and you are tuned in to The Last City Radio, episode 3. Remember, guys, be sure to message me on Snap, PSN, and email, and all of that information will be in the show notes below. This week at Bungie, we got a lot to talk about, um, especially... The biggest thing that's been going around in the community, the Activision earnings call. Um, a lot of people has been rubbed wrong by it, so we're going to be talking about that. But now let's get into it from the first news segment that we like to call Reports from the Field. Alright guys, as you know, we've been chasing the Master Ives killer for quite some time. Now we finally got the final quest step and that's going to the Cosmodrome and I like to tell you guys that the Cosmodrome never looked better it's actually the Plaguelands one from Rise of Iron that version of it it's beautiful it's a great quest um, it's, a, it's it's pretty tough actually fighting the boss going inside uh, by yourself solo so um, you can do it you can accomplish it I know my loadout what I used was service plus one. Um, I also used the shotgun, which is the bad lander, and also uh, try to run my apex predator just to actually clear out a lot of ads in between. But um, yeah, it's it was actually fun. It was tough, and just the whole D1 nostalgia was just great, man. So for all you guys out there. Go ahead, get a team together or run it solo, become legend, and get it done so that way you can get your Thunderlord. And I got to tell you, the Thunderlord lives up to his name. It was one of my favorite weapons in E1, and it's actually even better than it was in E1. Especially when you shoot it and and lightning comes down. Oh man, it's amazing. Amazing weapon lives up to his name and it's very good in the last which raid actually all the raids to be honest so definitely guys if you haven't jumped in and gotten it yet go ahead log in and go get it it's a great weapon you won't be disappointed um, that's it for that iron banner is out today and um shoot man i i got an iron banner um, i've been running for hours just trying to grind and get the quest and those bounties knocked out man i tell you finally being able to actually jump in this week um it's been exciting i mean i've been doing so much stuff lately you know for the past couple of weeks i every time they would roll around i wouldn't be able to actually jump in there now i can sit back and enjoy it and i've really been enjoying it lately it's been a fun uh, experience and also, this is the last Iron Banner of the season, guys. So you got to make sure you jump in there and play with your friends. Get a stacked team and you know, do your business. Um, so, and definitely collect those bounties, guys. They're worth the while. Those, those uh, armor sets and weapons are only going to be available in season four. So make sure you're completing that so that way you can get armor sets all right so when you go into the tangle shore the spiders got the arcadian core um, bounty um, that's the one on nessus 
the new one that was introduced last week. Um, this week, they wanted people to get a chance to do it one more time, so it's out again. Remember, go to Nessus, and it'll be on the Lost Sector. Um, go right in. It's pretty tough um, when you're doing it by solo, um, but make sure you have a team. You can knock it out pretty quickly and have fun doing it. And hey, who knows? You may get some exotic pieces. I know I finally got my first exotic piece actually on Tuesday. And it was the heart of Amos Light. It's a great um, armor piece, great chest piece. If you, anybody knows what the heart of Amos Light does, it basically grants an empowering buff to your grenades, melee, and even your rally barrier. So your cooldown will go really quickly you to be able to use your abilities and grenades and rally barrier more than you used to and actually it adds more hit points to your rally barrier which is great so definitely if you guys um, managed to get that chest piece man it's a great great chest piece and uh, in the city it's week 11 guys and the ascended challenge is in gotta go to the bay of drowned wishes this time and if you, for those of you who don't know how to get in there basically go like you would do when you're actually going through the lost sector you go through kill all the screeds kill all the abominations and then by the time you get to the cave that you have to go and fight the mini boss in there if you pop your tanks your queens for you and you look up you'll see the ascendant um, you just in the center portal and you can jump in there and uh, go in there. It's pretty tricky. Um, I know I've gotten out multiple times. I'm trying to navigate through there this time, but you can do it. You can definitely do it. And for those of you young kindergartners out there that haven't, that finally just reached the Dreaming City, definitely if you want to do the Ascender Challenge, make sure you grab a team someone who's experienced in there so that way they can help you and guide you through it and you can earn those high tier pieces of gear to level up your character all right guys season four is ending on november 27th and uh it's been a it's been a it's been a great ride for season four um definitely uh for forsaken it's it's been a fun experience and you know it's ended off in a pretty good pretty good um space for the most part um, people are still playing the game still active and there's no drought so that is amazing so season five is going to be kicking off i think it's probably going to kick off everyone's speculating that it's probably going to kick off december 4th and it's going to be like a week recovery and then it just launches the next week afterwards um but on that note make sure you guys if you guys grinding for the Redrick broadsword the not forgotten that luna's howard make sure that you on the part of the quest that you're doing the uh, resets for your uh, glory ranks and valor ranks make sure that you finish them all out so that we can get to the next step by the 27th if you not all of that progress will be erased and you'll be back to the guardian 
first reset. So if you don't want that to happen, you guys make sure you're grinding all the way out until then and finishing the, those steps. All right, so also on that note, I think what they're probably gonna do since they got one week until the launch, speculation that it might be on December 4th, they're probably gonna put the pre-Black Armory um, update um, with the, the supers, the, the super changes, spectral blades, the faster reload times, all of that stuff will be put in there. And then that way people can play on it, get feedback, and that way if they need to change anything before they launch, they can go ahead and make those adjustments to it. So that's my take on it. I think a couple other people were saying the same thing. So, hey, we'll see um, what's going on with that. So that's all I wanted to talk about um, as far as this week at Bungie is concerned. Now, it's time for our favorite segment where we give you a voice and it's called emails from the tower okay okay before we jump in guys make sure that you if you want to get your emails read just make sure you email me at pcarlotony at gmail.com and there i can read them on the show so this email we got from jonathan rivers he says hey philip i love the show keep up the good work my question is, what's your thoughts on the Activision Earnest Call? Alright, and that's from Jonathan Rivers. Thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate it. So, before I tell you my thoughts on the Activision Earnest Call, I'm going to read a little snippet from what they said. Okay, so here I go. Activision's shares are down once again after a less than rosy earnings call which dealt with many issues but no one but one that stood out more than most all duty sales are relatively flat diablo immortal drew genormous a fan backlash hmm. but activision specifically called out destiny 2 forsaken as underperforming expectations some of our other franchises like Destiny are not performing as well as we'd like. Was the exact quote followed up by a promise to create more content and pursue additional forms of monetization? We have not yet seen the full core re-engage in Destiny, said Activision Cole, uh, Cody Johnson led to the underperformance against expectations to date some players are in wait and see mode if you're in you're deeply engaged if not we think now is the time to bring players back while this is not great news for those deeply engaged current players most of whom would agree that destiny is in the best place it's ever been in the wake of forsaken that much of a surprise given recent developments. It only took a month for Bungie to bundle Forsaken with its other season pass DLC. 
which was proven a barrier to entry for many. Then this past week at BlizzCon, it was announced that Destiny 2 would be free download um, and keep in the next two weeks on PC. These are not signs of a super healthy game. So what's going on here? And what happens next? Both are long and complicated questions, but since I write long and complicated Destiny articles, here we go. Much of the failure of Forsaken is due to the launch of Destiny 2 itself, which spent the first six months of its lifespan being relatively useless with problems in both the vanilla launch and the first quite bad DLC to Osiris. While I, while I do maintain the Activision's punishing, you must release enormous expansions and sequels. Every fall contract is, par- is partially to blame with Destiny 2 not getting as much time in the oven as needed. I can't pretend that Bungie didn't also make some just flat out bad decisions. Activision was not forcing them to do dual primaries or consumable shaders or create a lackluster in-game, which were all core problems with D2 at launch. Destiny 2 did not start to improve in any meaningful capacity until Warmind, its second DLC, which launched in the spring, but by then, many players, players had fled problem with Destiny's model is that when you got all the way to Forsaken, a content expansion that almost everybody agrees is pretty fantastic the way Destiny is set up. Requires players to own Destiny 2, Curse of Cyrus, and Warmind in order to even start playing Forsaken. Yes, Bungie put together deals that bundled them all together for 60 bucks eventually made the season pass DLC free, but oftentimes it's as much of a psychological hurdle as it is a financial one. Players simply feel too behind to get back into Destiny 2, and even if Bungie does have items that can rocket you up to the proper power level to start Forsaken, many players A. don't know that and B have felt burned out by Destiny sometime in the past four years when it wasn't as good as it is now. The truth is that we are entering what is essentially year five of Destiny with the launch of Forsaken. So no, I am not all that surprised that many players have dropped out by now, no matter how good things may be. season 9 but after many missteps and nearly a decade on the air ratings are a third of what they used to be it's often just how things go part of this also may be an activation expectation problem a company that doesn't feel like it can celebrate a 500 million opening solvable for a Black Ops 4 because that wasn't as much growth as they wanted to see. We know that Forsaken 
part in more digital revenue than any other title on the market in its launch month of September. Yet it's still being viewed as the failure. And for all the complaints about Destiny 2 at launch, it was still the third best-selling game of 2017 behind only Call of Duty and NBA 2K. It seems possible that a series like Destiny may never meet the kind of lofty revenue expectations as Megacorp like Activision has for. So basically guys, that basically sums up the article. My thoughts on it is, you know, Bungie's in a great position right now. Destiny 2 Forsaken has addressed a lot of the problems that the hardcore fans was complaining about in vanilla and now they're moving on a better path you can kind of see where they're trying to head with going forward especially with black army black army comes out and it and it's another hit it's just going to keep mending everything that vanilla destiny 2 couldn't do and uh i think they're in a great place i heard that Bungie, all the uh, employees actually tweeted out saying, hey, Bungie's good. Told the community, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. We're in a great place and we're going to continue making content that uh, the fans love. So, that being said, and you can even see it from that leaker guy and on the nine. He's been credible over the years and like he said, they're going to go all in on the RPG mechanics some hardcore players has been looking for and wanting the game so by them saying that you already know but they're going to make sure that they're putting their best foot forward and and keep on striving for success they may not get what they got four years ago when destiny 2 launched because destiny is in its own place you know it's in its own place it's got a special place you know they may not make that you know being how Destiny 2 kind of kind of burned them a little bit but hey you know if they keep on mixing sets then maybe maybe they might get their fans back their old longtime fans has been gone for a long time and even more people that's never played a single Destiny game so that is it guys and I will see you later